What's up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we try a new format. We do the show live on YouTube and on Twitch at Snapback Sports. So if you want to watch the show with video, head over there. We'll still always have the audio here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. On this episode, we talk about the NBA playoffs. Can Embiid's return even propel the Sixers back into the series? John Morant goes for 47. Suns and Mavs, who's going to take down that? And are the Bucks in trouble now that the Celtics have found their groove? F1 is in Miami this weekend. The Champions League semis, Madrid with the crazy comeback. And we talk about the schedule release for the international games before checking in with Eagleson. And new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Ravens. It's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Setterman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? I wanted to open up the podcast with a little bit of maturity. I know that doesn't come often on this podcast, but I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong, and I'm man enough to admit when I'm right. Some examples, 49ers being cuties a few years ago, right? still stand by that um and there's a viral clip from when the hawks beat the sixers where i said i opened up and go i was wrong flat out wrong all along and i was honest and you put a whole little standing ovation clip behind it from an award show whatever i am wrong about something or i was wrong about something and i would like to flip the take is it Ready? about like what I have on my face? No. Why are we comparing beards? Okay. I wasn't sure if it had to do with any beard bearded people. Go ahead. Oh, fuck you. What? I'm like about to be mature and you're going to be happy and like you, it's just not necessary. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. This isn't easy. Giannis is the best player in the world. <laughs> Okay. All right. He is. All right. He is. I, I actually realized it last night, right? I was there when he was 0 for 8 from the field. I was there and I was loving every second of it. And then I just like realized that it doesn't really matter if the guy can go 0 of 8 from the field because he can do whatever he wants. It's just a matter of if the ball goes in the hoop. There's no real containing him. There's there's Giannis stoppers. Grant Williams played great defense on him last night, right? It seems like he was a brick wall that couldn't be moved. Giannis starts 0 of 9 from the field or whatever. They're down, whatever. They lose by 19 or something. But in the second half, Giannis was going down, literally going in reverse, beep, 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 and just going straight to the basket, moving around. And there were some couple of good defensive stops. There's nothing you can do to stop this guy. There's nothing. And Kevin Durant was my best player in the world a few weeks ago. But I'm sitting there honestly watching last night with an open mind. And I'm just like, you can like do like KD can jump over you and score on you whenever he wants. Right. But at age 30 something off the torn Achilles, like he we saw it in the Brooklyn series when Tatum shut him down. He's not really 
the KD from Golden State. Now that was a product of his environment potentially, and he was probably the best player in the world then, right? It was LeBron, it was him, whatever. Giannis wasn't really there yet. But there's just nothing, like, from a physical standpoint, there's nothing you can do about Giannis. There's nothing. He's the best player in the world. And that doesn't mean that I was... So, all right, all right, all right, all right. First of all, let's thank you. Thank you for that. A few things just to cover all our bases here. One, almost brought a tear to my eye to, you know, have you evolve as a man right in front of my face. Two... Chat is active. If you're listening, you, you should you can learn a little something about what I just did. I was gonna, I was about to back you up. Hold on, I but we have housekeeping to do. Two, chat is active. We are now live streaming podcasts on Twitch, on YouTube Live. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, but I love that we have the chat. You know, because- speaking of the comments, don't laugh at my Doc Rivers comment with your name being Jimmy Butler season. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting. And three, Abe, what I realized last night. So maybe, I don't know if we are sharing vibes all across the metaverse that we live in, but I realized that my take of Stephen Curry is the best player in the world. What I've come to evolve is that it actually, when we're saying these things, it's talking about right now. So when you said Kevin Durant was the best player in the world, maybe you did. That's what I was going to go back and say. I was right. <laughs> maybe A week ago, I was right. And like Steph Curry, and earlier in the season when I said Joel Embiid was the best player in the world, I was right. Sure. So and just because he hasn't broken everything right now, he's not. Game three, if he's back during the MVP ceremony in Philadelphia, blue check marks, we trust him. Then Joel Embiid could be. As of today, may the fourth be with you. I believe Giannis is the best player on earth. Yeah, and it, and he's agile, Shaq. I think that's the best way to put it. He is agile, Shaquille O'Neal. And if you think about how dominant, I, you know what? I don't even think I don't even think that it's like when you're that great of a player, like when you're Kevin Durant, when you're LeBron, when you're Giannis, when you're Shaq, when you're MJ. There's no he's this, he's him, right? He's him, he's Himothy. And like, I hate when you say Himothy. Himothy so Antetokounmpo. But it's so, like it's it's like. When he didn't have the jumper and the three, and he doesn't have that, right? He's capable. You don't have to guard him, but he can knock it down. When he didn't have that, he wasn't. Right. But now that he has somewhat of a half-competent jumper. No, his, his midi actually, you know, he used to shoot those, like, he would look down at it four times, take time, like, because you couldn't get near him to guard him. Now he'll, like, shoot him contested, and sometimes he'll actually go in the hoop. He's the best player in the world. Now, how do you feel about my take that he's the best player ever? We just need a couple Wrong. couple more years. Well, that's you can't say the, both those things in the same sentence. No, 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 you can, because the way I look at you it can, is, like, You didn't say the word... You need to add the word going to that statement. He's well, going to be no, 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 no. I, he's going to have the best career of all time, which I actually, I wouldn't oh, even. F- oh, absolutely not. I know. I don't think that. I don't think that. But he is the best basketball player to ever touch a hardwood floor. He's the most. Ah, uh, the classic argument no, that no, I no, used no, for no, LeBron no, and MJ years no. back. No, 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 no. I think he could I was like, get LeBron there. didn't have the accolades. LeBron didn't have six for six. He was three and whatever, two and whatever at the time. But I said, I don't care. The best player to ever touch a basketball, take away championships, is LeBron James. No, but now it's Giannis. No, it's not. No, because Giannis is the most dominant player of all time. Mm. He just needs time. Like, he dropped 
whatever. He's great. We'll see how it plays out. He's okay. If I said he's going to finish as a top five player of all time, would you have any hesitation? Like see me, see me hesitating. <laughs> probably hesitation, but it's a realistic. You know path, what? No, right? no. You know why? Because I literally don't count anything from like the eighties. <laughs> I so, don't. Okay, so if I said he has a chance to become the greatest of all time, do you think there's no. a chance? There's no. zero chance. Zero chance. Because I think it's the stubbornness of willing to stay in Milwaukee for twenty years. Nobody's going to sign in Milwaukee. You're putting all the power in their front office to draft the right guys, to sign the right role players that can get, you can't be the greatest player of all time without at like least three rings. And it has to be like LeBron eight straight finals. But you, acknowledge, I still think to this day that we take for granted how freaking nuts that is. It's nuts. It's nuts. But you do acknowledge that if LeBron played on, or if Giannis played on super teams, not good teams, but super we're in trouble. Team, we're in trouble. Yeah. He would but win he won't because he's stubborn. That's the thing. It let's say that changed overnight. He hates smoothies, he hates Oreos, and he hates loyalty. Then it becomes a serious conversation. He could win eight straight rings. He doesn't have the balls to go to management and say, "Go trade Chris Middleton, Dante Divincenzo, and every pick we own for Damian right. Miller." He had the balls to get uh, Bo- Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> that was like the big move that they were going to make for him. So I, I think you're right. All right. But to, to say I want you to trade Chris Middleton, who's been his boy since he's entered Milwaukee, for Damian Lillard is just never going to happen. And maybe not a great move, as we've seen. Don't trade for those aging point guards unless they're vegans. Let's go to the series tonight. We're recording an hour before game number two. Game one, heat blowout. Sure. No, the, no, no. Oh, no. come how, on. How can you say that was a blowout? That was a blowout. They got killed. Jack, it was a, Jack, it was a one point. We were up one at half and only down eight going the, into the fourth. But the game is 48 minutes. They were in control they were the in, entire game. And it turned into a Jimmy Butler didn't play in the fourth quarter of basketball. Okay, that's a we blowout. down eight going into the that's fifth. A that's a blowout. That's a blowout. not a blowout. A blowout Chat. is a game that you can turn off in the third quarter. You a blowout could... is the Bucks Celtics last night, where the lead didn't dip below at any point. It got above twenty, and it never came below fourteen. Okay. After that. it was I would, not a blowout. I would actually argue that I'd rather get blown out. Than... <laughs> I'm not saying what you'd rather do. It at the end of the day, you lose by a hundred, you lose by a half. It's an L's an L. It's an L, and you L'd fat in the not end. fat. No, no, you L'd fat in the end, but you can say yeah, it was fourteen a six points over the spread. Not an L. <laughs> Think so, about this. If it's a one-point spread and a team wins by seven, they all fat. Good point. So good point. No, it's not a good point because the spread isn't indicative. It's already indicative of, like, you guys stink and you're supposed to get blown out, and then you got blown out by more than the preceded blowout. Right. Whatever. We didn't get blown out. Game two. We actually had a chance to win the game. Game two. Any- game one at all? Um. No, I think it'll be covered it'll in, play it. in it'll game play it. two. Oh, you want my preview? Well, you're the you're the Sixers guy. At about seven twelve on Monday night, when I think it was Kyle Newback, I'll give the proper shout out. Tweeted who was starting for the Sixers. It was at that point where I was like, they're not serious about winning. I it could you could think I'm being dramatic. You could think I'm exaggerating whatever and jj reddick is on my side the media is on my side deandre jordan is the worst basketball player at this point in his career 
in NBA history to ever start a playoff game. That includes the likes of Greg Monroe. That includes the likes of Grayson Allen. That includes the likes of Alfred Payton, who probably well, got... All right, no, that... no, 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 no. Jack, watch with your eyes. Doc Rivers is the biggest fucking excuse of a head coach I've ever seen and is so stubborn. You know what? He's not even... I was going to tweet this the other night, and I was going to tweet some dark stuff, but I was like, you know what? Mental health, bullying on the internet, probably shouldn't. I'll just save it for the airwaves. Not only is Doc Rivers a bad coach, forget basketball, forget him being the worst. He's genuinely an asshole and a bad human being, basketball aside. He's five minutes after game one at the podium without watching a second of film while playing DeAndre Jordan 17 minutes where he's minus 22, where he's two rebounds, where he can't move a single toenail. I don't care what you guys think. DeAndre's going to start. And then he has the nuts to say that it came from the players that wanted him to start. Bullshit cap of the year. With that being said, Doc Rivers, I'll, I'll give him a slight bit of credit. When you don't have Joel Embiid, you need to get creative, right? Somehow. DeAndre Jordan's not getting creative. When DeAndre Jordan, we started him last game, the game opens up 16-4. to when you're, when you're already handicapped without your MVP, second MVP, you need to get creative, and you can't be giving up 12 strokes at the beginning of the game. He, pulls, he, he has a short leash originally with, with DeAndre Jordan. I think four minutes in, he pulls him for Paul Reed instantly start coming back now Paul Reed gets into foul trouble and he has to bring in DeAndre he doesn't have to he could bring in Charles Basie who anything is better than DeAndre Tobias at the five anything and we start climbing back and we're up one at half and we shoot six for 34 from three for the entire game you can say we got blown out that's fine we lost that game was winnable that game was winnable it was the second half when you played DeAndre Jordan for eight minutes in the third quarter, they go on this huge run. Now, I know you want me to say James Harden. You want me to say his name. I'll say his name. James Harden didn't play well in the second Say it again. Whatever. Say it again. Whatever. Say it again. Whatever. The reason that we lost that game is solely because of Doc Rivers and, and DeAndre Jordan. And that's it. Doc even had a few good decisions in going to zone, switching it up. We were way more effective in the zone. They were cooking us man-to-man because DeAndre Jordan was get put in a fucking blender. But that game was winnable. That game was winnable. And now DeAndre starting tonight. I'm hoping if Paul Reed doesn't get into foul trouble, which Paul Reed, yeah, he'll make a dumb mistake every time. The guy's an energizer bunny. He came in, offensive rebounds, steals, this, that, effort, closing out on three-pointers. The guy, like, it's tallest midget, don't get me wrong, when it's we're talking about backing up the best center and best player in the world. Well, when he comes back, he will be. Um but he's light years better and more effective than DeAndre Jordan. The keys to tonight's game are, I know it's not going to happen, but the only centers that should play are Paul Reed, are Charles Basie. I know a lot of you, those are two names you've never heard of before. Just fucking trust me, they're better than DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> and if it's not them, it's Tobias at the five with Niang, with Thibel in there. Oh. A series doesn't... What do you mean? Ugh. Oh, it's just the options are grim. As A series doesn't start... Until a road team steals one. This series hasn't Such begun. Such a dumb statement, too. Like, I, I think we need to get away from that. If if every home I mean, team as wins. My team, as my team is down 1-0 on the road, right. and you think I'm going to get away with it? <laughs> like, if, if the home team wins, the series ends, and the home team wins. So, I hate that. But... Bottom line, after a loss, 
it's a spin. It's tough. But genuinely, Jack, I was encouraged about the ability to win tonight and go home to Philadelphia tied 1-1 with the potential of Joel getting back. Harden plays awful. I know it's been the story recently, but he has shown glimpses that he can be 20-25 efficiently. Nobody's saying he's Houston Harden averaging 35. I'm going to bite my tongue when, he bet him, when I bet him to get over 30 tonight. <laughs> um, you wasted a Tobias game, but nothing from Maxi, nothing from George Niang. 0 of 7 from 3. Him and Danny Green couldn't hit water if they fell out of the side of the boat. Again, 6 of 34 from 3. And I think I, I, Miami doesn't scare me that much. Like, Jack, would you really, 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 really be surprised if we went home tonight 1-1? Uh, I, would I know be... you're not picking us to win. Yeah, but I, it's not. It's not like it's it's the freaking Pelicans against the Suns or whatever. When you were like, I'd be shocked if they won this game. We've they, got we've Suns. got Nathan Johansson clamoring for Brett Brown back. I would I, I would I would give my left toe <laughs> for Brett Brown over Doc Rivers. Give so my left toe. If, if anyone lefty. was unclear about the status of the coach in Philly. I wouldn't look. It's the NBA playoffs. The Pelicans beat the Suns in Game Two. I know. And if we go out. home one-one tonight, and Joel plays Game Three, you can't say we don't have a series on our hands. No, obviously you'd have a series at that point. I think you're a Philly fan. I think you're optimistic, while also being the world's biggest pessimist. You know, you play both angles. So I think you're looking. I'm an for, athlete. I think you're looking for reasons to think the Sixers have a chance tonight I anyone can win a basketball game especially professionals in the playoffs they could shoot six for 34 not because you're playing great defense because they go cold and the Shrews doesn't get loose which he will be getting loose he's in our underdog pick him tonight but I just think they're a much better team than you minus Joel Embiid and why is that it's because your star player isn't a star player anymore and I think that's what DeAndre Jordan's covering up what Doc Rivers is covering up and as I go through underdog today and I'm like 22 and a half points, nine assists, like, is this just going to be a James game? And even in game six against Toronto, like he had that dunk. He was huge for them. Obviously he didn't play a ton late, but did he even have like these astronomical, can he even put together the old 35, 12 and 10 James win a basketball game in Miami, go out to 11, catch a flight in the morning? Like, does that exist, in your opinion, anymore in James Harden's body? And even if it does, does it exist in this series? Like, where would it come from? I don't think it does. Is that crazy? Is that? It, it listen the way you've been playing. You can't. I can't just. I, I, I can very much be an asshole if you want me to, but I'm not going to. Right? I open the pod being mature. I, I want good vibes going in in an hour from now. Good yeah. vibes. Um. Like, we saw glimpses of it a little bit early on when he came with Joel. His ability to draw fouls, his ability to knock down. He wasn't shooting the ball as much. He wasn't doing catch-and-shoot threes. And I did see that he was taking them in game one, right? So if he's taking the shots in, ga- in game two, is like, there was a, there, like, saying, can he be that guy? This guy averaged 50 for a month. Like, that's, that's never saying. going to happen. Can are you asking me, can James Harden score 30 points efficiently in this series and be the reason his team wins a game? Yeah. 
I think he can be. I'm sorry because now we're live and I can't just mute this, but my roommate's making a smoothie. <laughs> I, I, I can't hear my honesty. No, no, no I, I can't hear it. So you're all good. Um, you think he can be that guy? Get 30 efficiently and win a game for his team? No, no, no. For the series. Oh, you're talking about average 30 for the rest of the series? Can he be that player? Like, can he, he have to? He has Tyrese. I mean, he has Tobias. Right. Like, technically, George's Niang should, could hit eight threes tonight and get to right. 30 and, and win right. a game. I'm saying, can he be that guy consistently? Because, once again, it's just covering up the end of game issue, which is the end goal is to win a championship. With James Harden playing the way he is, I know they have a better team and Embiid's a beast, but, like, I don't even think they can win at all with him at this current form. He has. If Joel to. Embiid's playing, I don't care what form we have James Harden in. See, that's we where can... that's where I think you're wrong. That's where I just think you're wrong. Right. He has to get back to that player. How long does this uh, Harden experiment last, Corey Sparks? Before we move on, Abe, gut right now. Are you win or lose yeah. this series? Pay. Max extend. I mean, that's gonna be I fun. Like... Would I like for it to be three years? Sure. Do I think there's a chance it's two or three years? Sure. Um, but at the end of the day, what, what are you going to do, Jack? How are you filling that $30 million cap and benefiting Joel Embiid from it? Right? You're not. You're not. There's free agency. Like, there's Harden, didn't have, Harden didn't have a – yeah, but if you're trading, it's you're trading Tyrese Maxey, which at the end of the day, are you getting well, a could you, return? Could you sign and trade him away to Indiana and get Malcolm Brogdon? Like, is Malcolm Brogdon a better player oh, also no. taking into account? Stop, that... stop, 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 stop. He's stop. averaging 19 points per game in the playoffs. He okay. lost a, a 1v1 okay. matchup bet to Pascal Siakam, who scored four points in a basketball game. This is this is sports, right? This is prisoner of the moment. You're going to say it's excuses, this, that. It's James not. Harden spent an entire summer last year rehabbing his hamstring, not playing basketball. He gets thrown into the situation with the Nets. It's a shit show. He gets thrown at the end in the back half of the season in the situation with Philly. I said this when I when we talked about the Ben Simmons trade a while ago before Harden was even a thing. I was like, the reason I don't want to trade him is because the likelihood that a player, an all-star caliber player, becomes available for Ben Simmons at this point is minimal. Now it happened because Brooklyn was a reality TV show. I don't know if Additionally, it Additionally, shut the fuck up. James Harden isn't an all-star right now. He's Shut not play- He would not be selected to an all-star team. Okay, cool. Whatever, Jack. That's Additional- my point. Shut up. Just Shut a- up. acknowledge that what you're talking about. You're trying about- to pull teeth and get me to say that we're fucked. Like, no, is no, that no, what you no. want? No, 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 I'm not. I just want to know, can he get back to that form? Because you yes, don't have an all-star. I believe he can. Okay. I believe he can. All right. Simple as that. Let's talk about. The reason- Go ahead. We're Let's talk about this. McJesus Morant. So, McJesus Morant, John Morant, 47 points, Demetrius Morant. Nathan Johns, Johansson, Sixers just need to hit open shots. I think that's a great strategy. That is. You saw Doc in the huddle saying, just keep playing. If you keep playing, we're going to win the game. Hmm, Wasn't the best strategy because they played all 48. Now, hitting open shots, that's a strategy I can get. Nathan might be able to get on the coaching staff by the summer. So, Morant scores 47. He was just spectacular down the stretch. He scored every point for Memphis, hit the game winner, hit every go-ahead bucket, took care of free throws, just was awesome. And what was my take, Abe? I mean, Clay Thompson, 5 of 19. Stephen Curry, 6 of 20. Poole didn't have a great game. Draymond got punched in the face. He looked like he had been in a boxing match. 
And what was my take? Once again, the Warriors still only lost by a couple points on the last play of the game. My take is that I still think the Warriors win the series, but the Grizz, they're old, man. They're they're achy. The Grizz are wearing them down. I'm telling the Suns, if they I literally I don't pray, I'm not that it won't religious. If, I know you're gonna say it's not gonna happen. If the Warriors some, will not be favored in this in the next series. Why? They were title favorites all week. Because Devin Booker has a full week back. Prisoner of the moment. Okay, so what's that what's that series? series what does that series end end in? Or so, sorry, what does it open up? Suns, hypothetically, a Suns Warrior series, the the series line. Not not a heavy underdog, but I think you're looking at like, like plus one fifteen for the Warriors or minus one oh five for Phoenix. Something like that. Okay, that's as good as plus money to me. I think they'll be minus one fifty. If they're anything less than that, I will I will bet probably my Derek Stingley money on the Suns, who will inevitably look. I prisoner of the ask for that kid's share back. I prisoner of the, yeah, I prisoner of the moment. Definitely got excited about the Mavs, which I do think their defense will be much better tonight. People expecting Phoenix to shoot 60, 40, a hundred, you know, expecting just, Luca to do 45, 10, nine. I actually think that's more likely than that. <laughs> like he just is a different, I told you what he does. And I mean, you know, which I found out that now it's like me and Nick Wright are the Luca playoff guys. So now, now I'm pushing, I'm back on the suns. <laughs> I'm back on the suns, but I think this, you know, whichever team wins that series goes to the NBA finals. And I think this, the Suns are a wagon. They've been all year. Like they just mow people down. They're consistent. That's what I told you. I was like, if Luca is 35, 13, 10 Luca efficiently, sure. The Mavs can have a chance. But like I said, this is the best team we've seen since the KD warriors. And I know that feels weird to say, but it's true. It's just because it's the Phoenix Suns, but it's true. They just haven't lost basketball games all year. And they've had Booker in and out, CP in and out, and they were still winning games. They're they're good. They're very good. Yeah, they're uh, a good they, team. Yeah, they won 60-plus games for a reason. So, uh, I once again, don't think the series is over. We'll see tonight. If the Mavs – the thing for me, and you could argue this is obviously true for the Warriors as well, is like the Mavs shoot so many threes that the variance in all these games is like – they were getting killed, and then Maxi Kleber hits five straight threes. They're wide open looks, like looks he can hit consistently, that they can just chase games. And they made another game. They made. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that because I'm watching this Celtics Bucks game last night. And I had this realization. Like I'm hearing people say Memphis can go to the finals. I'm hearing people say it's a, whatever team can go to the finals. I'm thinking about it. And I'm thinking about how. The Suns got there last year when we didn't think. The Bucks won. The Raptors won a few years ago. I think because of the style of play in the NBA, and like you said, there's so much variance with how many three-point shots they're taking. Like maybe like cuties aren't like necessarily a thing anymore in the NBA. Unless they're the Jazz. Don't get me wrong, but like I'm not saying that an eight seed can go in and run the table because they hit a bunch of threes. That's never going to happen. But like a series like Mavs. Suns. Look at the, the Hawks last year. I the mean, Trey Young got hot. Like I think, like dynasties are like shot unless like player empowerment and all these guys team up, whatever. But like this Bucks team isn't going to be a dynasty. You're seeing the Celtics shoot ninety percent from three. If they shoot like they did last night and they play defense the way they do, they walk to a championship. If the Suns shoot the way they do, 
they walk to a championship. Like there's so much variance because of the style of play in the NBA that it's like upsets aren't really as much a thing anymore. It's like if one team hits a shit ton of threes is inefficient by them, you're it's hard to match threes with twos the entire time. It's hard to match their percentage. You still do have the seven game series, so it has to happen four times, which right. obviously lessens the likelihood. But of not it. even, dude. Not even. Like Miami didn't shoot the lights out a few nights ago. We shot six. Like if you shoot 60 percent from three one night, the next game you shoot, you come back to earth. You do league average thirty eight percent, whatever it is. But the other team shoots fourteen percent from three. There you go. That probably speaks to their defense a little bit, but yes, it is. It is become, and it's what the, you know, my boys, the analytic nerds are obsessed with, which is like, this is why we're shooting threes because that extra point is so much more valuable. Now you start guarding the three point line and who can get you a bucket. That's where I think Giannis becomes really interesting. That's where like Ja last night, that's variance at its greatest. Like, yes, he got into the lane and made floater dunk layup, floater dunk layup, but they're not in that game if he doesn't hit step back threes multiple times, which he will not hit, you know, as maybe he hits it all series. Next series comes around. He's not shooting four of seven from three in multiple games. It's just not his game. And there's too much, you know, data at that point. So that's that series. Last one, we talked about Celtics Bucks. It's 1-1 back to Milwaukee. Middleton obviously out for the series. What do you think? Are you back in on the Celtics? Do you think they straighten it out? Or do you think the Bucks are rolling? I mean, let's talk analytics. You love talking analytics. Marcus Smart starting. 0-1. Derek White starting. 1-0. Now Derek White had no points and five fouls. A lot of bullshit calls. He was a plus 22 in the game. That's just analytics. Um, you know what? This is a kind of a cop-out answer, but I think these teams are very evenly matched with Middleton being out and everything from a stylistic play. I think, obviously, Boston probably has the edge in head, head coaching, but I think this series just comes down to which team's going to hit open shots. Like last night, the Celtics went crazy. They blew them out. You could see the Bucks going crazy next game at home with Bobby Portis hitting three threes, Grace Allen having 18. Like, yeah. Anything can happen with that. And it's like with the with both teams' ability to do that and to just go off on any given night, I'm going to take the team with the superstar on it. <laughs> like what I did there? The best player in the world, some would say. Most would say. Uh, I hear you. I definitely think of the meme where, you know. <laughs> Someone said, Eagleson, unmute yourself and scream. I would he fire can't. Him. He can't. I have, <laughs> I have full control over Eagleson now. It's way better than Zoom. So, wait till they see. Wait till they come in and see his haircut. I know they're going to be really excited. Looking ass. Yeah, little tease for the end. So, you know the meme. It's the famous one. The guy's walking with the girl. He peeks over his shoulder. He's mm-hmm. looking behind. Everything that was said about last series, we won seven games of this. I can't bet against Kevin Durant. Well, the real thing is like this is going seven, and I can't bet against Giannis. That doesn't mean he's going to win, but that's someone I actually can't bet against. So. That's what I think we get in this series. I do think the winner of this series goes to the finals, and they probably play the Suns. I, I think a Bucks suns rematch is looking very much alive. But, you know, one ankle, one finger, one orbital bone in their face, and all this changes. So uh, we're going to take a quick break after the break. We've got Eagleson, of course, but... Crazy Champions League semifinal today. The NFL uh, international games were announced. F1 going on in Miami. And NIL 
is trying to poach Texas's best player. I'm not fond of it. We'll be right back. All right, fam, we're back. <laughs> now that we do this live, there's not really much of a break. So, no more uh, pee breaks. Yeah, no more pee breaks. You can't get your chicken out of the oven. Oh uh, I got my chicken out of the oven. I will Amazon Prime diapers after the episode. <laughs> you, exactly. <laughs> That's what you're going to need now. So, the schedule or not schedule release for NFL is May 12th, so about a week away next Thursday. But we do have the London games were announced today. I posted Jags? uh Jags are obviously are playing at Wembley. <laughs> Is it actually like a thing they have to play there every year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's a like it's not just coincidence at this point. It might be. No, no, no. They they place them there. Like it's in, with intent. It's because their owner wants them to be there. They want to be the London Jaguars, but like people how aren't the, How does that work? I don't know. So, first games we've got Vikings Saints we've <laughs> Got Giants, Packers, Broncos, Jags. I mean, I, I'll tell you one thing, people. October 30th at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. I assume that's a Sunday morning. Saturday night, because that's Halloween weekend. So Saturday morning. You lost me. We're talking Octo- about Sunday 9.30. We're talking about Halloween. Well, so Sunday 9.30 is the game. Halloween weekend, I assume, will be celebrated. So we're going to be partying all weekend. As I don't think they do Halloween in Germany. Uh, this is this is London. I'm talking about. I don't think they do Halloween in London. I'm talking about here in the states. What you need to do. I'm giving okay. you six months of warning, five months of warning. Place the wager for Jags plus four against Russell Wilson. Like just do it so that you get it in time because you're gonna go out Saturday night. You're gonna party a little too much. You might not get up in time. You'll wake up to Trevor Lawrence having the best game of his life and then being terrible. Isn't this the perfect, I feel like this is the NFL kind of nailed this, right? These are kind of read me the matchups again. Oh, wait, I have them in the chat. Vikings, saints, giants, Packers, Broncos. It's terrible. You've got exactly. That's why it's perfect. Halloween weekend. You can wake up hungover. You can half watch the game in bed. You can leave. You can go get a bacon, egg and cheese and not miss anything substantial because it's these average teams. I think the NFL kind of nailed this. Yeah. I think they, they self-aware for once in their lives and they nailed it. Okay. They gave so you a bunch of shit games that you can watch hungover and not have to pay intense attention to. So let me give let's give feedback on this because there was someone in the fam who said the Mexico city game, which is Cardinals. Niners is the Cardinals Niners. I know. Yeah, it is. It's a divisional game. And they said that's super unfair. No, yes, it is. Yes, Cardinals. It is. <laughs> this is the problem with live. Normally, we just totally edit What's that out. What's the problem? No, you don't. I know. I'm kidding. You've never edited out me looking like an idiot. <laughs> we would edit it in. Sometimes I just voice over and act like I'm you. So that's a divisional game. So I don't know whose home game it's going to be. But the Cardinals, let's say it's theirs. They have to play in San Fran and then in Mexico City. That is a bit unfair. Thoughts, bitching, crying, bitching, like crying. bitching. Okay, all right. Bitching, crying. Then the last game, which I will be going to, I will be heading to. You gonna wear a kilt? I'll, I don't think that's what Germans wear. I think that I mean that's for like beer garden fest, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. If I get to attend that, then maybe is another terrible game. Bucks. Oh, Eagleson's fighting with the chat. What's he doing now? Well, we can talk about this after the whole Tannehill thing. Oh, my God. Okay. So, 
It's Bucks Seahawks, so it's Drew Locke's boys against the Goat Tom Brady, which is fun. Uh, Baker's boys, Baker's boys, Baker's boys. Uh, underdog, I believe, is sending their head of winning to winning Germany, and then we'll be swinging over to uh, München to Bayern to Munich. So if we've got any German is it Munich in Germany, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Are you going to London or Germany? I'm going to Germany. Okay, I'm going to Germany. You were just saying you're going to go from Germany to Munich. No, I just said I'm going from winning Germany. It's a city in Germany. Oh. 25 minutes down the road, then we're going to meet up with the fam. So another terrible game. But if we have any, I know this podcast, we're, uh, we're very global. We've looked at the numbers, Spotify rap. We're in like 1,000 countries, I think. Um, and so if you're German. 600. 600. Yeah. So we'll we'll see you there. Would you have interest in going to Germany? Yeah. You would. Well, have you ever been paid. to Germany? The only place in Europe I've been is Barcelona and the Paris airport. Okay. Well, I mean, you want to Speaking talk of about... which, when you have layovers, do you consider yourself you've been to that city? No, I'm not one of those. So I haven't been to Dallas, Denver, Atlanta, or Paris. It's pretty <laughs> depressing. That was a perfect segue because when you were in Barcelona... We had the opportunity to go to what you was you botch. What was the greatest Champions League match of all time? Barcelona down four one on aggregate to PSG, which is in Germany. Really? You couldn't get Paris Saint Germain? That it's in Paris. It's in France. They're in the French league. I knew I knew that. Yeah, you knew that. Yeah. Scratch that. All right. Everyone watching, just like you need one of those uh men in black clickers, Abe. Ooh. Ryan Turner's on to something. For real. Abe grading bratwurst to American glizzies is the content. So here's here's a little note on bratwurst, actually. I learned that's just a bougie name for sausage um, a few weeks ago because I went to Sixers-Raptors game two, three, whatever it was. And I was, had a few adult beverages, and I was eating, and I was hungry, and there wasn't a line for glizzies and bratwurst. So I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll get a bratwurst with onion peppers. It was great. It's great. Just a fancy word for sausage, though. Yeah, no, it's totally a sausage. It's great, though. So in my segue, Abe was in Barcelona with me. We had the chance to go to that match, but instead we opted for DeGreco, which now is closed. So, you know, there will be other soccer games. There Jeff, won't we be that. Four time- Jeff, we went four times that week to that restaurant. But, the- but there won't be any more of that pasta, that white sauce pasta. I mean, it's, if you're going to call it by name, call it by name. It was white truffle ravioli. I remember okay. to this day. Yeah, it was good. So now that the Champions League final is in Paris, also part of the segue, uh, did you happen to see the game today? Which is Yes, congrats, LeBron. <laughs> People thought he kept out of the playoffs, and he just went to another finals this year. Congrats to LeBron and Liverpool. I don't think they've played yet, but they clinched a spot or something. And so Liverpool. Uh, to answer your questions, no, I just saw LeBron posting and posted some photo of him in a Liverpool jersey. We look like ninety years old. Yeah. So Liverpool qualified two days yesterday. They beat Villarreal actually in a. They were up 2-0 from the first leg. Villarreal scores two. Then they end up winning five two in that game. So today, Madrid, Man City. Now, Man City is at the top of the table in the Premier League. If you're following Liverpool, a point behind. No Spurs, no Abe. Champions League. Madrid scores Riyad Mahrez. You know him. You've played FIFA before. 
You don't know. All right. See, last the last FIFA I played was 2014 when okay. you would just cross it with David Villa and press RB, RBB. Okay. So I'll keep digging until we find something you're aware of. So they go up, they go up 5-3. And then in the 90th and 91st minute, Rodrigo, definitely you don't know him, scores for Madrid, ties the Olivia? game. <laughs> that, you're getting closer. How about this name? Kareem Benzema? Benzema. You know Benzema. Know he puts in a From penalty FIFA. in extra time. He's old time. as hell, isn't he? He's old as hell, but still consistent as ever. So they won 6-5. It Chris was a Paul of, of the Premier League? I think that's it. Well, he's not in the Premier League. He's in Spain. So. Too many fucking leagues. So, yeah, it'll be Madrid versus Liverpool. The fighting LeBrons versus Cristiano Ronaldo's ex-team. There you go. Who do you got? Make a prediction. Liverpool is nasty, but I hate Liverpool. So we'll be rooting for Madrid. Do you hate Liverpool because uh, LeBron? Uh, he's been like definitely an inspiring factor to that <laughs> hatred, but it was way before. I actually used to be a Liverpool fan and then became a Spurs fan. And then uh, why are our Spurs in this? Spurs didn't qualify for the Champions League based off last year's performance, sadly. But we're fighting top four right now, so hopefully we should be in. Fourth place. Fourth <laughs> place. Isn't that great? A sport where going for fourth is like huge. I mean, the Sixers are the four seed. There you go. You understand it. Uh, uh, some more international sports. F1, Formula One. Did you watch the documentary? You get into first, that? First few episodes, and I was actually intrigued, and it was like I just kind of forgot to watch it again. Yeah. I think the playoffs started or something, so I had stuff to watch at night. Um, but no, but I will finish it up because I do think it's cool. It's really good. The series is really well done. First ever race in Miami. They've run in the United States a bunch before, but this is the first one in Miami. Apparently, some people are upset because they bought like the VIP seats on the beach uh, for the race. And then... Is a, is a F1 race even like cool to go to? So I've been to one. I was very young. It's not a great experience. It's actually about... Like, I feel like NASCAR would be better if you're into that kind of motor racing because you can see everything right there. Right. That's definitely part of it. That's a great call. And you also... There's like two good experiences. One, if you're partying, and it's like that's similar to the infield of NASCAR. Two, if you're in the... Or, or anything. Yeah. Two, if you're in the paddock, which is essentially like hanging out in the dugout. Like you're right over top of the pit changes and you can kind of see what's going on anyways these people buy vip on the beach and then like the layout came out today and like the beach is on like the dolphins field like they built a man-made beach and so you won't be able to see anything and it's just for the partying by the way i just want the record to show i'm a red bull fan you're red bull yeah okay they win right uh, yeah, no, Verstappen is he's yeah, that guy. I've been, I've been I've been a Red Bull fan for a while. Um, okay, bred by Red Bull. Yeah, the the new guy on the scene is Charles Leclerc. He's for, Peter Lefleur. He he's Ferrari. He's super hot. He was hanging out with uh, pause. What? He's super hot. Yeah, yeah. He's super hot on the scene right now. He's also extremely attractive. No, he's extremely attractive, too. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm curious what the chat thinks, if they have any any predictions Uh, on that. Oh, yeah, there was a good prediction. Maxi's going to go off tonight. Sixers win. Carry the hell on. There you go. No bias in that from Philly fan. (laughs) I didn't realize that Kendrick Perkins was in the chat. All right, next topic we have on tap. 
NIL, Abe, it's getting out of control. The reason, because my Texas Longhorns almost lost my favorite player, Xavier Worthy, stud freshman wide receiver. But if we do sign... Favorite player who hasn't played but yet. No, no, no. He was there last year. Now he's a freshman. No, he, he's a freshman. Okay. So now, unless we get Jordan Addison, who is on the market for like $3 million, I think that you... They actually report these numbers and like what these players are... So it's just free agency. It's free agency. What sicko... If you hate Penn State Athletics because of Franklin, what mm. sicko is donating millions of dollars so that they can get one wide receiver to their school for one year so probably, that – Probably you in 20 years. <laughs> I won't pay $3 million. I won't pay $3 million to go to USC like so that they can be – they can win the Pac-12. Like that's really worth $3 million? Or – how much is it to go to Texas to just get more players from UT Chattanooga drafted to the NFL? There's a lot of hate for, I'm sorry. We're developing talent for college football. No, no, no. For college football. See all these Alabama, go to Bama, be an NFL player. Good luck. Good luck. Just good luck winning national championships and going to the NFL. Good luck. Replenishing every year. Five star, five star, five eventually Abe, that's gonna attainable. run out it's just it's not gonna attainable. run out it's yeah it gets dangerous it gets very dangerous so Phil who's Spinzale. the highest paid college football player right now the highest paid college football player it would be him uh ewers got a million last year to to watch ohio state football so congrats to him for that stole stole the buckeye bag and then came home um i don't know who the biggest reported number is this whole thing I'm just making the prediction. This is pretty much a boomer Darren Ravel type take. I don't know how Darren Ravel views the NIL. It'll be around. This the way it is now is not good. Like they're going to do something about free agency. You think so? It, it is straight free agency, Jack. It's straight free agency. It's going to. It's like a, a blemish on the whole education student athlete thing. Like these guys are going to hop around year after year after year and just collect bags, which. All credit to him. I would do the same fucking thing. The same exact thing. If it was college football season, I'd pick it by weather and by money. And that's it. I, you know, Nobody cares about... I mean, people do care once they're there. They say they do. You don't go to college football at a high D1 level to win a national championship. You go to go to the NFL. Maybe not Unless anymore. you go to Texas. And then you do neither. All right, so this is this is the sad part of the podcast where we would have Eagleson come on and do what the puck, but because we have a uh, live chat now, now that we do live podcasts, if you guys have any questions, feel Ooh. feel free for a little. Maybe we do a five minute Q and A. We take some some of the fans' questions. Yeah, so let's see. feel free to file those in as we. Um, Who's the NFL version of James Harden? I can uh, even bring it up on screen. Corey oh Spart- shit! Yeah, we're fancy By now. By the way, you need to answer this kid's DM. Corey, oh, Corey wants me to DM. A, I did see your message, Corey. You're listening, obviously. Send me a message again, just so it bumps. I get a time. few. I get a few messages. Anyway. Who's the NFL version of James Harden? Well, I want to plug something real quick. Of course you do. Cap or no cap tomorrow is on James Harden being the biggest thief in NBA history. 
So you'll have to see that. So I'm going to take it through that lens, but who's the NFL version of James Harden? I'm going to take it through that lens already just so we can have a fun conversation about this before he drops 45 tonight. Can't you say it's just like every running back? Mm. Every good, like the Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley. I think think it would have been Odell Beckham had he not performed in LA. Like he had just convinced multiple teams that he was this dynamite player, but he was. So it's not him. Uh, I like I that. So pick a running Tyreek. back. Pick a running back. Uh, uh, Le'Veon. Le'Veon's out of the league. Le'Veon's out of the league. That's wild. Wild. I'll go with any running back. Okay. Who's that the was en- cool though? <laughs> what was the whole question popping up? Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's a so cool. Feel like I'm on a game show or something. <laughs> Yeah, Nathan says Julio Jones. I don't see that. It's not about the player being bad. It's about them convincing you. Because they're... he's not bad. I, I would say I'm going to take the route of Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, he you know, sets an NFL record, leads the league in receptions, gets absolutely paid, and since that moment has been nothing but drama and drop in productivity and slants, hasn't been on the slants field and step backs, baby slants and step back slants and drawing fouls, man. You know, it gets, so I like Michael Thomas. I think he could actually have a bounce back season, but currently, how do you feel about that one? I don't hate it. Okay. All right. Especially cause I have Michael Thomas on my dynasty on my keeper team. And I think I'm keeping him in Cordero Patterson. So expecting a big bounce back here. Oh, there you go. All right, here we go. Now, one. Now we can bring him up. Put on your <laughs> put on your camera, Eagleson, if he's still okay, here. Let's see that little he's, haircut. Oh, oh hair. wow! Oh, Whoa, his audio is way. Yeah, you're loud. You're loud. loud. Turn sorry. Turn this man down. Kid, kid wins one first round playoff game, and all of a sudden it's turned up. Oh, I actually. <laughs> I think you can edit your mic volume if you go to your little uh, stream thing uh, and click those three dots. Edit mic settings. You might be able to turn your mic down on the podcast. It should be all evened out, but, but anyway, I'll shut you up for a second. Eagleson, you see (laughs) the question on the screen. I do see the question on the screen. See, he knows it's coming at some point. No, it's just trying to like stomach. How can I be nice to my quarterback and show, show faith in him while also being realistic and answering the question? (laughs) So for those listening, the question <laughs> you, from Paper Ryan, <laughs> the question from Ryan Turner, what week is Teddy starting in Miami? We're obviously trolling him. We know he's going to start week one. So save, save he's all the convo. We have to talk hockey because the yes, NHL playoffs, you have one minute, Abe, please prepare the device. Okay. I'll prepare it. Um, it's I guess we got to do everything these days. I mean, right. you told me that we're recording a live podcast. So I was like, okay, my phone should be nowhere near me. I'll shave. Speaking of which, live podcast, company's doing well, filed for an LLC. Like, we're live. Like, hair makeup? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you don't want to be orange. Trust me. It's not a fun process. I want to get my hair and makeup done. Eagleson okay. got his hair done. I did get my hair done. And that was. I, I have a story about it. the hairdresser we can talk about after hockey. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Three. Whenever you have to call it a hairdresser, you <laughs> yeah, know that yeah. that shit. I didn't want it. What I do you mean? It, no, that is guy proper. who cuts my hair, barber. Yeah. Hairdresser. Okay. Fuck me, whatever. Oh my god. You had one of those big silver things around <laughs> your head, and you're sitting there reading your pe- People's Magazine or whatever. Oh, come on, that he that's does. Hairdresser. No, no, no. You bringing up cap of the week on the up on the screen. 
What's cap of the week? (laughs) Let's talk about hockey. Fuck you. Let's go. Wait, Abe, I do need a full animation team for just the visual I just had of Eagleson in those like little curly tinfoil things. Like that's how he curls his hair. All right. You got one minute even for the playoffs. Go ahead. Three, two, one. Okay, so the playoffs just started, and the Leafs, they beat the absolute shit out of the Lightning game one. Even though it was a complete ref show, they had the whistle in their mouths the entire game. Uh, There was 103 penalty minutes between the two teams in that game, which is crazy, especially for a playoff game. It didn't matter. Like, the Leafs' fourth-line center was scoring shorthanded breakaway goals, dunking on Hedman, who's supposed to be a beast, like, best defenseman on Tampa. Um, The GOAT, the GLOAT, whatever you want to call him, Austin Matthews, literally unstoppable. Two goals against Tampa, against supposedly one of the best playoff goalies ever, Marner, Marner finally gets the monkey off his back too, scoring a playoff goal and that's perfect because the main reason for these playoff failures uh and that, that's been these big guys not stepping up and defensive depth also and in this series they kind of shut that all down right out of the gate and this is the deepest they've ever been defensively too like Giordano and Lilligren are their five six instead of losers like Jake Gardner and Martin Morenson you guys probably don't know who they are um, anyway, Mick regular season and the Oilers blue game one and against which some are calling a glorified AHL team in the Kings. I actually think they'll go on a run. Oh, boy. All right. So that Eagleson has a glorified AHL team in his Stanley Cup. <laughs> he also not one mention of my Calgary Flames. Not one mention of the Rangers pens game. I mean, he took that just... And the the greatest and then he part, threw out a term gloat. Yeah, we will unmute him temporarily. We will no. He was talking about Matthews, so that's yeah, greatest what, loser of all time. Maybe that was it. So greatest leaf of all time. If you I, want to talk about tallest midget, we can talk about tallest midget. So Abe, we do have to give him credit because you know on Sunday's podcast, Monday's podcast. Uh, we do need the pot immediately after the Leafs are eliminated by Tampa Warner. <laughs> You're so happening. right. So. On Sunday's pot, he wasn't all in. He faked being all in, but we I were... Was go- I wanted to talk about that, right? It's we fine. To- it's fine. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's I almost fine. said something, but it was like... I woke up at like... I don't know what time it was, but we talked on Sunday night about Eagleson. We needed... He was waking up at 6 for school. He needed to wake up and send us a motivational message proving that he's all in. Proving that... He sends us a meme. A fucking meme. <laughs> He sends us a meme saying, you want me to beat Heath, Led- Heath Ledger Jack? With the Joker holding a gun to his head. Okay. He but, really wants to speak, but we're not going to let him. So it was, And he goes, well, the Leafs are beating the Lightning in five, and they close out when I'm in the building. He went all in on them in the first round. Right. It was a weak performance. It was then, weak. Then they dominate, and so you can tell he's all in, and a little bit of Abe in him. He spent 55 seconds talking about the Leafs. So he is all in from that aspect and used five seconds to throw a dig at Connor McDavid. So I respect there that he's he's finding for him. Before we allow him to speak, um, I think we need to put in his contract that from now on, next to that Miami hat, next to his door, to the left, right of his head, Dolphina needs to be on the show. Yeah, we do need Dolphina. Now that now that we have the visual, yeah, we need Dolphina. We need to bring Dolphina upstairs. All right, Eagleson. No mention of a triple overtime game. No mention of Abe's Flames. No mention of my Caps, who went on the road as big dogs and beat the and came back. Yeah, 
Is this I was trying like... to talk fast. I wanted to get to it all. It was all there, I promise. But, okay, I want to talk oh, about fast. the Heath Ledger thing quick. I opened up Twitter in the morning, and that was the very first thing on my feed. Like, you said the thing about Heath Ledger, and then it just happened to be, like, a Leafs-related meme where it was, like, him as the Joker. And I'm like, that's, that's a sign. Like, that's kind of cool. We told say you that. that. I, no, I didn't put that no, no, no. together. I, got, I put it okay. together. And then I was like, holy shit, like you literally in. said, be Heath Ledger. And then right there in the morning, and it was like but a we least related tweet as well. In. We told you to be all in, and the first message you send us at 6.50 in the morning is a guy with a gun to his head. It wasn't about that. It was the Heath Ledger part of it, because Jack literally said like that actor specifically, it and then says, that popped I'm up on my feed first thing. I'm approaching the playoffs thing. feeling far less dread and more like this, with a guy with a gun to his head. There was more to it than that, wasn't there? Maybe you read between the lines. I don't know. And the guy's the account that it came from was Active Stick. Oh no, Stick. Never mind. <laughs> okay, that is that is besides the point. Yeah, the the Rangers and Penguins game that was awesome. Triple overtime. The Rangers goalie is sick. Igor Shesterkin. Like they, could, I think they'll seriously make a run. I have them going to the Eastern Conference Final. They lost um, last night, right? Okay. He's not good at his predictions, but he's he's making them. It it can still happen. Um, yeah, the Caps went on the road. They beat Florida four two. That was a good game as well. I think, like, I don't know if they're going to upset them, but it's there. They've opened the door for it. I'm not really upset. sure. Florida's a good team. to win the season, I think. He's going to win the series now. <laughs> Are they? I doubt it. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> All right. know, Jack, what do you think? Daniel Johnson, 15. Let's just guess what this means. He said McDavid was 1-1-2. One, one, I know what that one means. One shot, one <laughs> assist, two shots on goal? No, no, no. One goal, one assist, two points. I would That's assume. what I meant. One goal, one assist. Oh. It was Why a positive. Why do you need the two if everyone knows that one? Math is hard. Well, he's being. Math is hard. Good point. I was going to say, to like, don't throw stones, you know, at a man who's saving <laughs> you the, the calculator. <laughs> to be honest, I thought a goal was two points. <laughs> there you go. I'm dead serious. In fantasy. Well, what? in your fantasy. In fantasy, maybe. In my yeah. fantasy hockey league. Yeah. Yeah, we play. We play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so that's all the hockey. I'll actually well, I'll give a couple of stories. One, I'll be in the building on Thursday in MSG. So I do playoff hockey now. No okay. big deal. Yeah. Um, something for BR Open Ice. I'm getting a jersey wow. uh, with my number on it. It's a sweater. Like, like, like a Settlement Rangers jersey? Settlement Rangers that's jersey. It. I tried doing – Yeah, sweater. I tried doing <laughs> Snapback Jack. They said it was too long. But to Sturkin – apparently fits like yeah no that fits so, yeah you're an idiot for not doing just like at snapback food like you're not going to plug any channel to get followers <laughs> you're right that that was a mistake you are just like your manager is shit and i apologize well, for introducing you to that's fair um but i had a flashback 10 years ago to the day i was at the caps rangers game that went to triple ot ovechkin hits the post 40 seconds into the game it's on a monday night in dc oh. 45 minute drive home no traffic and it ends up going to triple overtime we got home at like two in the morning i if someone can fact check this it should be eagleson's shot but now that we have a chat maybe we can replace him the date was that's how it started with eagleson yeah it's our own fan pot may so yes it was may 3rd it was may 2nd 20 maybe it was eight years find the day that same night I want to say a pitcher on the San Francisco Giants threw a no-hitter or was close to it. Was it Bumgarner? I want to say it was Lincecum. Could have been Lincecum. I think we need to find out if I'm making that up, which is also a fair game. Blue check. 
or if my memory serves me correctly. So we'll see if the chat can facilitate anything into that. Otherwise, Eagleson, you should probably get into that. Um, mm-hmm. Abe, what do you think about our first live pod? Not our first, but, but like this, this is probably a thing. I love the comments, and the sooner we can replace Eagleson, the better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Abe, this is how we'll know. Eagleson, if yeah. the Leafs don't win the series – we're what? kicking you off the podcast. So do you believe? <laughs> do you believe, are you willing to sign down? Are you willing to sign that? But if the Leafs go you to just the saw his face, Jack, you just saw. His face. Okay, like that. Come on, I'll so I'll take that as Jack a compliment. And I more than the Leafs. Yeah, he's yeah. all in on the pod. That's respect. I am all in on the pod. That's poverty. It's poverty respect, though. Poverty respect. Eagleson, before we end this episode and we're 20 minutes away from tip off, oh, talk to me about your hairdresser at the salon. <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, uh, she said I had a, a voice Jeez. for like radio. So I thought that was like, oh, so it's kind of cool. So don't tell her that <laughs> her so you, cut. So you better hope the Leafs fucking win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her that she cut you up and then you went on live television. Yeah. That, she um, won't like that. She also, she started talking about her son and she was talking about like him working. I was like, okay, whatever. She said, like, he stopped working and he, he's gotten really big into sports gambling. And uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> this sounds, this sounds like not great. And she talked about how, like, I guess Somebody he quit tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of what I wanted to ask. And like, so I guess he like quit his job and he just wants to be like a professional sports gambler and do it for a living. So I thought, sounds like a cool guy. Pretty much. So. Well, I'm a professional losing sports gambler. I'm not but, sure how well he does. But we do need – but it would help if everyone signed up for Underdog Fantasy Code Snapback. That would be great. Thanks. Uh, Eagleson, final yeah. thoughts. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can do anything here. No. Yeah, I want an Eagleson bigger. How do you do this? There we go. Eagleson. Wow. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> Too no, much. no, no, that was, yeah, you don't get that. All right, Eagleson, final thoughts. I mean, Vinny down here, Eagleson, if you get a blonde mullet, will you get a blonde mullet if the redhead will come back? Yes. What was her name? Who's the redhead? You already forgot her name? Um, oh, you're a dirty hell? boy. Kimmy. Kimmy. Oh, Thank my you. God. Yes, it was. <laughs> Wow. I'm not good with names. Too many $4 shots, I guess. Yes, I will. If we can can find Kimmy, I will get the blondest mohawk. Wow. Abe, final thoughts? Keep DeAndre Jordan on the bench. Hit your shots. Let's get this thing back to Philadelphia 1-1. We're fine. We're fine. Uh, caps in four, lightning in seven. Whoa. I'll see you guys in in Toronto finals. Snapback fam. Much love. Peace.